This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are connected. Mike Agarbo here in studio with Andy Barrar. We've got lots to talk about in today's show. Later on, we will be going open line, taking your tech calls and questions. We'll also be talking with the folks over at Yahoo. Lots of changes have happened over the past couple of years with uh, the new CEO, Marissa Meyer, and uh, they've just gone through a whole new redesign, so we'll see what uh, the lowdown is. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. It is interesting. The The question is, how are they going to compete with Google in this day and age? Everybody's going to Google. I remember using Yahoo early in the early days, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what they're, what they're doing to win the users back. Well... Things change so rapidly in the technology space. Uh, obviously, Google is the juggernaut now or when it comes to search. But, um, you know, we've seen giants come and go. AOL, yeah. America Online. They were huge. Massive. Massive. They're still around, but they're, you know, a pale reflection of what they used to be. Now scientists are saying uh, Facebook might die out like the bubonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an interesting story that uh, you sent me here, Andy. Uh, some Princeton researchers uh, uh, at Princeton University have basically said that uh, Facebook will lose eighty percent of users within three years before eventually dying out. Mm-hmm. So they've got one point two billion active loser losers. Freudian slip there, man. Yeah, users, uh, and these guys are saying. 80% of that's going to be dead, three years. Yeah. Like a virus snuffed out. It, you know, it was interesting when I, when I first saw the story, I was like, okay, and I started thinking about it. But then when you get into the nitty gritties about how they were using, how they tested it, then you start to realize that, hmm, maybe that their actual, their research methods are flawed because they're looking at people going into Google and typing Facebook and then getting directed to Facebook. Yes. But if you've been looking at Facebook activity over the last couple of years, everybody's accessing on mobile devices. Yep on their tablets and their smartphones. So that's not going to be measured in this, uh, in this study. So it's no wonder. I think what the study says is people will be accessing Facebook on mobile devices rather than traditional laptops. That's what it says. But I still think it'll be around. I think they're trying to use the same logic uh, with like real diseases. Uh, they've actually shown that they can track things like the flu going around the world yeah. by how many people type in flu or flu symptoms into to Google. And it's actually apparently fairly accurate. Yes. But I don't think Facebook is the same as the flu. Well, they're basing it on the fact that they're looking at how ideas spread in the same way that diseases spread. So, you know, an idea about sharing and, and your photos with, with people, that idea spreads everywhere. Everyone starts joining it, but then does it die down? Does something else come up? Like if you look at the kids these days, they're all using, um, you know, Instagram and Snapchat, they they don't like they don't think Facebook is cool anymore because oh, their parents are on cause, there. Because I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was cool for a few minutes, but not anymore. But that's what it is. So the the Facebook audience, I think, is changing. It's maturing, and the the, the new kids are looking for these different social. Do you networks. use it as much? Facebook? Yeah. Not really. No. Not really. I, I look at it once in a while. I I rarely post content on there anymore. Yeah. Um, but I do use Twitter a lot, all the time. Oh, I'm st- yeah, I'm still... You're not, you're not into Twitter as much as I am. No, you're like a Twitter man. Like, I have these little... I didn't even know how to turn off on my iPhone. Like, get all your tweets all the time coming <laughs> up on my home screen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shut up already. But you're always on Facebook. Like, you are... Uh... I don't know why. I'm, 
it's just an addiction, I guess. <laughs> I don't even want to be on there. You know what I mean? I'm just it's just something I do now. Yeah. It's just ingrained in your behavior, basically. I think so. Yeah. So the Mac, the Macintosh from Apple, thirty years old. Yep. Crazy. Nineteen eighty four. Kind of making. Were you born feel- then? I was born then. Yes. Yeah. How old yes. are you? I'm thirty three right now. Okay. It's funny. I actually had to think of that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so you're three years old. It was it was a magical time. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you, Andy. Uh, I remember when it came out. Mm-hmm. There was this uh, this computer store. Uh, my dad had a jewelry store in Coquitlam Plaza, and across the street was this computer store, Paragon Computers. I remember it well. I'd always go in there looking at computers. And back then, it was all kind of the DOS-based yep. stuff. And, you know, to me, that was still kind of cool. And then one day, there was a Mac, this Mac, this wonderful little all-in-one computer was on one of the tables. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? And so it had a, a mouse the screen was beautiful graphics, and you could do different type styles and stuff. It was like a dramatic leap forward. Yeah. And it, was, it really I, was. But I think it was like four or $5,000, so there was no way in hell I was ever going to get one. Well, before then, Mike, nobody when people thought of computers, they thought about DOS. This is the first time we were introduced to a graphical user interface, a mouse, and a desktop that was trying to replicate the desktop that you would have at your desk at work. So you have a garbage can, a trash bin. You have files as documents and folders that you would put those files in. Before that, you know, 30 years ago, this wasn't, this wasn't around. So that brought us into the, into the computing age, essentially. It, it was, I, I, you know, I, I remember that day clearly, like it was yesterday. Changed your life. <laughs> it was just amazing. I just thought, wow, computers actually can do amazing, amazing things mm-hmm. and, and be simple at the same time. So um, happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Uh, you know, and they're going strong now. Very much so, especially the new Mac uh, Pro, the cylinder shape. They pretty much reinvented what uh, a traditional desktop computer would look like. And so um, we just got a couple in the office for our editors, Mike, and you should see how happy they were. They were like little kids on Christmas Day. Oh my God! They're like, like they're this, timing this, this the this boot like up time. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing speed tests, like how long from the moment I press the power button does the desktop interface come up? And he's like, Andy, it was 13 seconds. I timed it. But it's a crazy looking computer. Oh, it's, it's, it's totally changed, the desktop. Exactly. It might actually bring the desktop back because it looks so nice. It's that, that shape, you know, the form factor is just amazing. It's kind of crazy yeah. how cool, cool it is. But they're expensive. They're thousands of dollars. They are. Um, but they're beautiful. And the speed and power built into these things. I mean, they've totally redesigned it from the ground up. Yeah. And when, it's funny. Like, you know, for like um, video editors, they really need a, a strong machine because everything's moving to 4K, Ultra HD. So they need to have a computing power to handle that. So this computer is actually going to help pave the way for that. And uh, I think we'll still see desktop computers for a long time because they just have tremendous power compared to laptops. Very cool. Funny story. Uh, I was out with some friends last night, uh, Brian and Sarah, and uh, he just got a new Samsung Galaxy Note. Yes. Smartphone. Yeah. This thing is giant. The Note 3, yes. Yeah. His wife still can't believe he got it. She thinks it's ridiculous (laughs) how big it is. Anyway, so they're paying for their bill at the restaurant, and so he's got his Note 3. It's in an OtterBox case, so it's it's on the, uh, the table. So he's basically paying for the bill. So he puts the bill on top of the, the phone and then his credit card on top of the phone. The waitress comes and takes all of it. Takes the note <laughs> three as well. Because she thinks it's the change tray. 
That's funny. It was hilarious. All you know, he hasn't even had the phone for an hour and it's already stolen. And it was already gone. So then <laughs> when did he realize? Well, pretty well right away. Like she came back and um but it was hilarious. Yeah, well, it's so huge. It's the size of a change tray. Especially when you put it into an auto box, you know it's going to be even it's going to look like a brick essentially. Crazy. Eh? Mm. We're going to have to take a break now. Uh, When we come back, we're going to be talking to uh, the country manager for Yahoo Canada about uh, all the changes happening over there. You'll want to listen. There's some pretty cool stuff. Then after that, we will be going open line, taking your general tech calls and questions. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio today. A little while here, we'll be going open line, so... Your dialing fingers ready for that. We'll be taking any of your tech calls and questions. I want to talk Yahoo now. On the line, we've got Claude Gallopo from Yahoo Canada. Thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure being on your show, Mike and Andy. So I wanted to get you on the show because uh, a lot of things have been changing over at Yahoo. You do have a new CEO, Marissa Myers. She's uh, uh, made, made some changes over the past year. And you guys have just gone through uh, a whole redesign for the site as well. Can you give our listeners uh, a rundown of that, you know, what they can expect now and, and why you've gone down that road? Yeah, you're right about um, Marissa is changing things very fast. Uh, she is a product visionary, and she's bringing uh, a great, great focus on new design, uh, innovative design, and, and really entertaining and, and awesome design for, uh, for our users. And so you can see it on the new homepage of yahoo.ca as well as uh, um, Yahoo Quebec. Uh, which we launched uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, the the new home page is um, first of all it's adaptive for all screens, so it works across uh, smartphone, tablet, and uh, desktop, and uh, it uh, it provides a an experience that really is focused on what we want to deliver as really awesome products for Canadians' daily digital habits. So. Marissa Meyer, as, uh, as the CEO, um, she's brought all these new kind of products and services into place. Uh, you know, a lot of people still use Google. What, what makes you guys different than Google? Well, if you go to Yahoo, what you, get, what you have there is you have an entire set of services uh, and products that you can use across um, the day in your daily digital habits. So, first of all, you arrive, you have search. Uh, which is a big focus of ours. You have communication, so you have uh, you have email, and uh, you have uh, a content stream that's continuous. Uh, that as you use it and and send signals uh, uh, on your usage, it gets more and more customized and personalized to you. And uh, we have lots and lots of videos. So. Um, uh, if you're to use search, for example, I did a search on you guys on um, on Mike and Andy. Uh, I did one on Mike, and uh, the search results are interesting. Uh, you know, we get a related people on the right, and it says that you're related to Ed, Andy and some other people. It's a really nice video uh, results and um, uh, the thumbnails. Um, a couple of things I really like about it is uh, the filtering. You can filter, obviously, for images and video, but you can filter for pages from the web or pages only from Canada. I like that feature. And uh, when you scroll down, I don't, know, I don't know about you, but often when I'm doing a search, I scroll down the page and see, is the search really, really working uh, for me? Did I put in the proper terms? And we have a search box at the bottom of the page so you can refine your, uh, your, um, your terms. So I, that kind of thing, I think, is very um, 
uh, very intuitive uh, and very powerful. Claude, what's the like? What's the goal of redesigning the web page? Do you really want people to create the the web page as their landing page every time they open up their browser, or are you hoping that they will visit Yahoo at some time during the day? I mean, what we want to do is is be inspiring and entertaining for our, our users across the day and across their what they do in, in their digital lives. And we know that uh, in the morning, they're more likely than not, they'll, they'll, they'll check their email, they'll check the weather, um, they'll check uh, possibly sports scores from the, the, the previous day, they'll check the news. Uh, they might do that on a smartphone in the morning, uh, and they might throughout the day uh, also check in um, the weather or stocks on a desktop, and, in the e- and while, the, while they're commuting in the afternoon or the early evening, they might be back on the smartphone, and in the evening they might be on a tablet. The design that we have for um, not just the homepage, but as it's going to roll out from the site, is to be responsive to all those uh, 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 platforms and devices so that you'll have a similar experience on smartphone, tablet, and, uh, and uh, desktop. And if you sign in using Yahoo, um, your, uh, your content stream and what you've done with your content stream will follow you uh, across these devices. That is, if you read a story, uh, it will uh, uh, be grayed out so that you might read it in the morning on your commute in your smartphone, but you're not, you don't want to reread it necessarily uh, on the desktop or the tablet uh, uh, later on in the day. And, and, and it will record that and will remember that. So I, I think it's l- less about the, the, uh, starting off with one page, but actually having the experience of Yahoo that works across um, devices and uh, um, platforms across the day. Claude, you're with uh, Yahoo Canada. Why does, why does that matter anymore? Like with the Internet just being so global, why does it matter that there's like a Yahoo Canada and not just Yahoo World? Well, we have um, a great content team in Canada that uh, produces uh, content um, that uh, for Canadians, so Canadian news, for example, Canadian sports. Uh, it does, taste, while tastes still matter by by country. In Canada, we're massive fans of hockey, and uh, uh, the Americans are, are massive fans of American football. So there are there are there are these kinds of differences. So we're able to program for Canadians uh, from Canada. That's important. We also sell advertising, and we do that in Canada, and that's uh, that's key to our business. We are an advertising-led uh, 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 business. I was just uh, uh, yahooing myself here on uh, my my iPhone uh, on on the images of me. Can you put the pictures of me when I was younger up at the top? <laughs> As opposed to older Mike, <laughs> I, I, I have the search result on on desktop, and uh, what I like is that there's a lot of video results that come up as thumbnails. So yeah, you can go and watch, and you know, I mean, I think it's probably you're probably pretty pleased that uh, getconnectedmedia.com is the top is the top result. It's actually pretty good. Um, you know, that's been the challenge. I got to be honest with some of the other search engines. Uh, you know, outside of Google, I just found they weren't that they didn't bring up relevant results. So I've actually been playing here on uh, the Yahoo uh, site on my phone. It's actually pretty good. Well, I'm really pleased because uh, uh, when I was doing research on you guys, I used Yahoo, of course, and uh, got hooked on the uh, um, some of the podcasts that you have on Get Connected uh, Media. Uh, I, I listened to your CES uh, um, uh, podcast because I was at CES, and uh, I really enjoyed your uh, your podcast. 
next next year, can you get us into all the Yahoo parties? <laughs> Yes, if you want to send an email. <laughs> Claude, I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today, and, and good luck with uh, the redesign and all the, the new stuff that you're coming uh, out with. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Thank you so much. That was Claude Gallipo from uh, Yahoo Canada. Some exciting things happening for them. They're, they really have, uh, I think, turned things around with yeah. uh, Mercer Myers uh, as, as the new CEO. It's kind of brought a new energy and vital- vitality yeah, and she's like a, a tech superstar when you think about it. She came from yeah or from Google, yeah. and she was primarily responsible for creating the whole Gmail design, the way that Gmail works, the look, the feel. She created all that, and then she moved to Yahoo. I think around thirty-eight years old. So we're talking about a tech superstar. It's like she's she's a one big important person in the tech industry, and she was uh, doing a talk at CES as well this year. So yeah. Uh, things are going good, and she just had a baby, and we were talking about that. I remember last year, she had a baby and went back to work like within four weeks Yeah, and just kept going. That's so, like a superwoman. She is. She's yeah. a superwoman. Amazing. Contest this week, Andy. We had a fabulous contest. This is a really popular one. I know a lot of people are going to be interested in. We're giving away a pair of bed phones. These are headphones you wear at bed. Perfect if your significant sorry, other snores. Sorry, bed phones? They're called bed phones, yes. <laughs> They're the world's thinnest headphones, Mike, and they don't go in your ear. They go like right on top like a pancake, Yeah, and so you can sleep with them as, as well. And what's interesting is this is fabulous for people who have like you know a partner that's snoring at night and you want to tune them out. That has a corresponding bedphone app, so you can have your music, and then it will just like tune out after a while. So you can set it for like to play music for an hour, and then you can go to sleep. So when you were in Toronto this early this week, I showed it on Global News, yeah. and there you got so many calls from viewers who wanted to know where they could really? buy it from. Yeah, yeah everybody. Cool. Well, we're giving one a pair away. And we're giving one a pair away. Go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Over there, you'll see a contest tab. Hit that to enter and win. And, of course, enter the other contests we have. A couple of them are still open, so you'll want to enter that as well. GetConnectedMedia.com. We're going to go open line now when we come back from the break. The phone number is here, 604-280-9898. Long distance, anywhere else in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. It's a new year. Start off right by working smarter. Sign up for GoToMeeting by Citrix, the powerful, simple way to meet online. With GoToMeeting, you can get together with clients and coworkers whenever you need, no matter where everyone is located. Helping you increase productivity, improve communication, and cutting back on time and money wasted on unnecessary business travel. And it's so easy. You sign up at gotomeeting.ca and launch your first meeting in seconds. Anyone can join from their computer or with the GoToMeeting app on their mobile device. They'll see your screen on their screen. So you can collaborate on documents, spreadsheets, and projects in real time and turn on your webcam to see each other face-to-face in HD video. Something that we use all the time at our company for doing the video conferencing across Canada and into the U.S. as well. It's fantastic as far as the quality is concerned, and I love that we can share our desktop as well. Start the new year with a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. It's easy. Visit gotomeeting.ca for your free 30-day trial. That's gotomeeting.ca. You're back with Mike and Andy here. We're going open line on the show now, so get your dialing fingers ready here. 604-280-9898. Anywhere else in Canada, 1-877-399-9898. Again, 1-877-399-9898. We'll take any of your tech calls and questions. Or if you need some buying advice as well, we can help you out with that. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Andy? I'm ready. Let's, Let's do it. Let's hit uh, Malcolm out in Richmond. Hey, Malcolm. Good morning, guys. Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, can you comment on Qualcomm's purchase of Palm's 
um, the Palm patents from HP. I found this interesting. So uh, Palm, a few of us might remember Palm Pilots and yep. the Palm smartphones. Uh, they were huge back in the 90s. Uh, they, they made that transition into the whole smartphone world and just could not keep up, unfortunately. Yep. They had their own operating system. They created what was called the Web OS. Uh, and eventually, because they couldn't keep up, uh, they were bought out by HP. Yeah. And HP um, tried to make a go of it. They released uh, uh, the HP Touchpad, uh, which was basically the Palm technology and their web OS operating system, and shut that whole thing down within months. It was six weeks, actually, four to six weeks. Yeah. From the time that they released that tablet to the time they just said, we're getting out of the tablet business. It's crazy. So since then, uh, they sold off. Web OS, the operating system, LG bought it. Yep. I actually saw uh, LG down at CES. Uh, their TVs are running it now. Yes. Crazy. It's beautiful. It works, yes. It's beautiful. It's exactly what smart TVs needed because yeah. right now the way that it works is you're either watching TV or you press a button and you go into the smart TV feature. Yeah. With Web OS from LG in their TVs, you can jump in between them at the same time. You could actually watch TV and be have that smart capabilities all on, on the same screen. So it looked fantastic. I think that's a, a really good move by LG to put that on their televisions. So uh, when HP did buy Palm, uh, there was like the couple components there. That was the operating system, which they've sold off. Um, but they also had all the hardware patents as well. Uh, Qualcomm uh, just recently purchased them this week. And Qualcomm's known for making uh, processors for mobile devices. Yeah. So by purchasing, they're, they're doing some interesting stuff right now. They had a huge booth at CES this year, Mike. And one thing that I found interesting is they're getting into the smartwatches. They're releasing, it's called the, the Talk or the Toque. Yeah. Uh, it's a smartwatch from Qualcomm. So they're trying to get into that whole wearable tech industry. Buying something like Palm makes sense to get that, the intellectual property and, and everything that Palm had. They might be able to incorporate that into their business and, uh, and make some cool products. It's all about the patents. Yeah. We are open line here and get connected, taking your tech calls and questions, 604-280-9898. We're going to jump here to Grant in Richmond. Hey, Grant. Hello. How are you this morning? Good, thanks. What can we do for you? Thank you for taking my call. No worries. Uh, I, some time ago, bought a compact computer laptop from London Drugs, and it's been a fabulous machine. I had to change the battery on it yep. because it wouldn't hold a charge. And when I went to go back into it to access some files in my uh, QuickBooks accounting program, all of a sudden, I can't access the files anymore. So I'm uh. either I'm assuming it's either a corrupted the files for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm at a loss as to what to do for, with it. Yeah. Can you can you get into like a Windows desktop or anything? Or is it? I can get into Windows. Yes, I've yeah. got Windows. Seven on it. Yeah, and you can run programs and stuff, but you just can't access the the accounting stuff. That's correct, and unfortunately, I need the files that are stored <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, uh, and sir, what program was it again? QuickBooks. QuickBooks. Have you tried giving them a shout uh, on their tech support line? Yes, I have, and they have never ever uh, responded to me. I've even sent them a disk. Yeah, and you know, trying to get something out of them in Edmonton, uh, where they're based out of, is like pulling teeth out of a chicken. Oh my goodness! 
Andy, any thoughts there? Like, this is obviously a severe problem. Yeah, uh, it doesn't sound like it's the battery. The battery should not have any effect on that. But I think it is kind of a corrupted files. Yeah. One thing you might do if you're not getting support from them is to look at, for some forms online of other users. Usually, users are really good at that and helping each other out. You can't be the first person that this has happened to. So there must be someone out there. And it, it would be good to do a Google search to see if you can find a form for QuickBooks and see if... Uh, anyone else has come to a solution for that. Another thing that I've been doing much more now, um, I'm finding companies are much more responsive uh, through social media um, as opposed to trying to phone them and being on hold forever. Uh, like, so, you know, going to their, their Twitter account or yeah. Facebook and uh, basically dumping your problem there for the world. And you know to what's see. great about that's because it makes it public. Yes. So now they want to take care of you because yeah. they don't want to look bad. Exactly. Rather than doing a direct email or calling them. So that's a great suggestion. So right? you would be surprised at how much more quickly a lot of these companies, the good ones anyway, are actually uh, looking after their social media inquiries and, and, and troubles. So I would, I would go down that path. Uh, you know, and we'll send it out to the listeners there as well. Um, you know, our friend Grant there's got a corrupted QuickBooks file, can't seem to get in. You know, has anyone come across that? And if they have, have they come up with a solution? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to take a break here. When we come back, we will take more of your calls and questions. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo with Andy Brar here in studio. We're open line taking your tech calls and questions. 604-280-9898, 1-877-399-9898. It's kind of funny. Uh, in the studio here, we, we actually have a TV up in the corner that's <laughs> playing TV shows. And... Uh, and during our show, I don't know why, but it always seems to be on a fishing show. I know. These fishing shows just perplex me. There's like so many of them, and I just don't get it. Can you imagine being the guy that films those shows and you just kind of sit and wait <laughs> and wait? Oh, my God. And Would that not suck the life out of you? But it just, it just, you know, it's so hard. We make a TV show, yeah. Get Connected TV. Yeah. And it is just so hard to make a tech television show in Canada or anywhere for that matter because, you know, we make the show and honestly in six months it's outdated Yeah. just by the nature of technology. And, and that makes it difficult to get broadcasters on board because broadcasters want TV shows that they can buy that will last for four years. Yeah. And we just don't have that. No, not at all. This is why we... We're joking about this fishing show. Like, that thing will last for 10 years. Yeah, fish haven't changed. I know. It's not like it's Trout 3.0, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's got new fins and, you know, stealth evading technology. It's, it's a trout. Exactly. And it'll be the same now as it will be 10 years from now. That's why there's a lot of fishing shows on television. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs> okay, back to technology. 604-280-9898. We've got Kathy on the line. Hey, Kathy. Yes, I'd like to find out more about these um, earphones, these sleep phones. Yeah. Um, where, who makes them? How, where do you get them? And how much are they? Andy, no problem. So they're called bed phones, and you just go to bedphones.com, and you can buy them. They cost about $55. You can, for I think $5 more, you can get one that actually has a mic on it as well. So if you want to sleep and talk to somebody, you can do that as well. Uh, they're the thinnest headphones on the market. They like they really look like small little pancakes. Bedphones.com. Bedphones.com yeah. is where you go. Uh, they don't have any distribution in Canada, but I've been talking to them. We're going to try to help them out on that front because so many people want these headphones, believe it or not. And it, it's great if you live in the city 
and you're in a condo and there's always noise like at night, especially on like a Friday or Saturday night, and you just want to tune everything out, they're just fantastic. They work so good. You, Kathy, definitely go to our website and enter our contest. You might be able to win that. And it's bedphones.com. That's where you want to go to get those headphones. We've got Wes on the line from Vancouver. Hey, Wes. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. No worries. What I've can we do? I've got a problem um, trying to rip my DVDs, and lately, uh, once I start in with it, I'm using uh, DVD Shrink, and once it starts analyzing, we get in 8% to 20% into it, and then I get a pop-up window which um, says I have an I.O. conflict with my uh, DVD drive, the F drive. I'm just wondering, is there some kind of easy fix that maybe I can uh, do for that? And that's, I mean, you've been doing it before, and now that's just popped up. Exactly. Something, it must have copied something off of something, I guess. I don't know. Um, and have you tried um, ripping a DVD that you know ripped before? Uh, no, I haven't. But today I was ripping one that I haven't done before, yeah. and I never got a, a conflict through the whole DVD, and it was like, it's like a three-CD or DVD set. Yeah. And then when I tried to rip the second DVD, uh, just got into it, and it, it stopped me and said there's an I.O. conflict. Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, what's happening here is Wes is using, uh, it's a program I used for years um, back when I was wanting to take physical DVDs and, and bring them into my computer so that I could watch them on my different entertainment devices um, called DVD Shrink. And I don't think it's really been updated <laughs> for years. It's the same old one. Um, I, I can't think offhand what's happening here. I'll open it up to the listeners again. Uh, you know, we'll check it out as as well. The only thing maybe I can think of, if it's not a hardware issue you're having, is that uh, there's some sort of new copy protection on these DVDs that it just can't seem to break through. Uh, to test that, I would go back and get a DVD that you know um, you could rip before and try it. And if it works, uh, and these new ones don't, then there's some sort of copy protection issue that it can't break. Of course, you could always try a different software and see if that might help. Something yeah. that's that's been updated. Nero, I used to use that for years to, to rip DVDs. Uh, that's that's a great one. Very popular. N-E-R-O. Uh, you might want to try that. They have free trials as well, so you can do a couple tests and, and see if that works for you. Yeah. Nice thing about DVD Shrink, it's free. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out Nero as well. Like you're saying, Annie, they do have free trials of the software to see if that will uh, help crack it yeah. uh, as well. We're going to jump here to John. Hey, John. Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, I have a funny problem. I have three different computers, and, uh, and regardless of which one I'm using, uh, after about five minutes of uh, going on with it, uh, they just freeze for about 30 seconds or so. Okay. And then they go right back to working as if nothing ever happened before. I can do absolutely nothing when they are freeze when they are frozen, uh, except shutting it off, which I don't do. Yeah. So I'm wondering what is happening. Are they listening to what I'm doing? What <laughs> is, it? is it is it happening on one computer or all of them? All of them, all of them, and they they are different. The desktop is XP. Yeah. I have a laptop with Vista, and I have a netbook with Windows Seven. Okay. And regardless of which one, they all do the same. Okay, and when it freezes, are you in a certain program? Are you like on on an internet browser, for example? Uh, no, I'm actually in into one of the programs that I usually watch, but it's it's never the same. Yeah, 
Wow, that that you've got a a good question there. <laughs> so what's happening is computer freezes for about thirty seconds. He's got three different computers in the house running different operating systems, and it's happening on all of them. Yep. What do you Any think? Ah, Jesus. Uh, I mean, geez. Uh, that That is a tough one. It, you, you know, know sometimes, thinking... you know, with internet browsers, if there's some sort of internet issue that could freeze it up, but... Um... Here's what I think. If he's trying to open up a, a program, say an internet browser, and then it starts to freeze, yeah. it sounds like it's a RAM issue, that there's just not enough RAM in there for it to do all these uh, things. One thing you might want to try right from the start it's just reset your computer so you have a fresh start and you don't have programs running in the background. Check in your start menu to see if there's any programs that are automatically loading up. You can also see them on your taskbar on the bottom right. A uh, lot of those things will take up. Like Windows Vista was, was known for that, of taking a lot of computing power. And then as soon as you start to use more software, it starts to really slow down. And that's why that 30-second is it's trying to load it up. And there's only so much RAM in there that it can't, doesn't have enough space to make that happen. Could be one thing uh, if there's some malware or viruses. Potentially, that could be doing the same thing. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, you're probably running the same programs and stuff on the on the three computers. Somehow, they could have been infected. So that's something definitely to check out as well. Again, I'll open that up to the listeners uh, if that's something they've heard of before. If they've got any thoughts to it as uh, as well on. Uh, during the break, we'll uh, give some more thought to it. Yeah, it really comes down to you have to test the computers to see yeah. how much memory is available, uh, what's open, what's not open, and what hap- when does the problem happen? What, yeah. Is there a specific software? It's, you know, it's really a lot of testing would have to be done to, to figure out that problem. We're going to take another break. When we come back, more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here in the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Mike and Annie. We've got a few minutes left here. We're going to jump here to uh, Sydney. How are you doing, Sydney? I'm doing wonderful, darling. How are you? Good, thank you. What can we do for you? Well, I was going to say that uh, I uh, am a comedian, and uh, I do some shows, and I actually live on Salt Spring Island, which is an island in B.C. that doesn't have big box stores and a very poor Wi-Fi system. And what I'm trying to say here is that in the future, if everything goes click up, we've got to learn how to, I don't know, be telepathic or whatever, because uh, it all could shut down. And I think we need to really seriously think about how to live survival mode, just in case of that. I know everyone's all addicted to their computers, my dear, but uh, in a minute it could all go boom. Yes. (laughs) Kind of happened yesterday, Mike. Uh, Gmail went down for for a long time. Yeah. And on Twitter, people were just going crazy, like, what can I do? I can't check my email. And it's like, oh, no, we have to actually talk to each other now. You can't just email people. Um, you know, it's an interesting uh, opinion she's brought up. Uh, you know, we're so reliant on technology now and especially being connected. Like, we are so connected now that you don't even realize all the stuff that's happening, you know, from our banking and the transfer of information, um, you know, paying at a restaurant, you know, with your credit card. It's all relying of things being wireless and connected to databases and, and information. Uh, yeah, what happens if the power goes out or, or things go down? Well, you, you just talked, you know, there was that, I can't remember what that word was called, when people lose their smartphone and they can't find it and they they get that anxiety. Yeah. It happens all the time. A lot of people, you know, they sleep with their phones. They It's right beside them at all times in the day. And, and if they are disconnected from their smartphones, they're just, they feel like they're disconnected from the world. I, you know, it's, it all comes down to power, doesn't it? Really, yes. and being connected. And I, I think, uh, you know, yes, we should be concerned about 
the grid going down and and you know that would be life changing but I, I honestly think uh, in the future um, technology will improve how how we get power I think there's going to be great advances in things like solar power and solar panels and and batteries as well I, I can see in the future where you'll have solar panels on the roof of your house yep. and a big battery in in your home that will basically store that energy um, but also you know be able to distribute it to all the different devices and, and things uh, in your house and I think as we get to more of that kind of self-sufficiency with power you know solar and wind uh, especially on a smaller scale that will help keep us connected even if the bigger grid goes down exactly we do need to have backups because we are so dependent on technology today without power we would be helpless <laughs> that's all the time we have left I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together Andy Barrar my co-host and producer and all the other get connected team members Tasia, Paul, Al, Tristan, I know I'm forgetting people. Wes. Wes as well, and uh, Christina on the social side. This is Mike and Andy logging off. We'll see you again next week.